here i'm telling you man they, they've been changed listen it comes with the promotion totally understand i'm grateful for it but um there have been days i had to come early for meetings there have been days i had to stay later uh we're short like four people our manager is sick so um there's a lot of shuffling going on so but nonetheless um i test kevin today and then felt glad to do a show and Kevin said, hey. And the only reason you felt led to do a show is because it's the playoffs. <laughs> hey, man. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. I, it's one of my favorite things to watch and enjoy. Look, and look at here. When you told me we were going to do a show, I got hyped as the Timberwolves did. When they won that game, <laughs> man, listen, man. I, congrats to Tim Wolf. They beat the Clippers one hundred four one hundred nine on Tuesday. Um, I'm happy for it, my Kevin. I, I know there's a lot of people in general just criticizing the way they act. Kevin, me, you, we had this kind of discussion on Twitter, and we, we see it as as I'm fine with it. You fine with it, right? Look here, look here, look here. There's an old saying that act like you've been there before. Well, when you haven't been there a lot, you can't act like you've been there. So, dude, let them, let them have their fun. Let them celebrate. Let them act like they just won the damn championship. They finally got back into the playoffs, like, since Kevin Garnett was there. So, hey, let them be happy, man. They beat the Clippers. They got in. They get to go play. Who are they playing in the first round? They are playing, playing the Memphis Grizzlies. Who they can beat? Yep, absolutely. And we'll they talk can, about that. They can. They can beat Memphis. So mm-hmm. hey, man, let them let them go and celebrate. Let them go in thinking they can be. Maybe they can ride the momentum from winning this game and take it right in there and go in and beat Memphis. Right. You never know, man. The, the, things like this. Things like this that doesn't happen to franchises a lot. It it can propel them and it can give them a new a new sense of hey we can do this kind of stuff. So man, y'all leave them people alone. Absolutely, man. Listen, um, every piece of clothing he had had on into the crowd, let him do whatever, man. Just let, let him let him live. Let him live. No, and listen, I they did make the playoffs with Jimmy Butler, and then they. Got to the whole thing, but before that, yeah, it's been a while since they made the playoffs. But they they have basically the point being they they haven't seen 
much playoffs um, in the last decade. And I'm totally That's- for the way they act. They're fine. Uh, Pat Beverly just beat his old team that didn't want to pay him <clears throat> when he was all through and through about the Clippers. But he was very passionate about playing for the Clippers when he played. He had a great career there, and and they they just say, hey, we're done with you. So yeah, he always had a chip on his shoulder. So I don't mind the way they acted. I mean, if we can celebrate the way college athletes act, it mattered to them, which is cool, man. Like it, it, It's something that mattered to the fans, to the city, to the team. Um, <clears throat> we laugh at it, of course. It's pretty funny. Inside NBA TT did the uh, We Are the Champions song Look here. Look here, Orlando would have did the same thing. If they would have won that on Orlando's floor, the fans and the team would have acted the same exact way. Because it's been a a struggle and y'all would have went nuts. Kevin, I cried after seven years, yeah. (laughs) So I don't even want to, I get like, like, I don't want to hear it. This is this means something to people, to Absolutely. cities, to franchises, to players. It means something. Just because we like teams that are used to it, doesn't mean that we should downgrade and say stuff about teams that aren't used to it. Yeah, I do, and that's why I say. That's why I say. But congrats to them. Um, I, you know, I know the Clippers favor, so we won't bring this out too much longer here. Um, the Nets and the Cavaliers, the Nets ended up winning that game, which we thought would happen. But now uh-huh. we <laughs> – and then the Hawks and the Hornets. The Hornets, man. What, what, Kev. <laughs> See, MJ got up and left. He said, I'm sick of shit and got up and left in disgust. Yeah. They did. They, 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 the Hornets are like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do just enough to get into the playoff game. Once we get in that playoff game, though, we're going to get beat by twenty. That's like a rite of passage for the Hornets. Mike's just going to have open up the uh, open up the uh, the pocketbook and pay somebody to get in there. That's just that's that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to pay. They're going to have to get one of these superstar players and they're going to have to put them in there if they want to win because they're right there. They just aren't able to get over that hump because they ain't got that guy. They got like Atlanta had Atlanta had Atlanta had Trey Young. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they got ball and bridges, but they don't got that guy that can put them into that next spot that they need to go to. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at this and Jay Corregos, the head coach for the Hornets, uh, I, 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 you gotta imagine that she's gotta be on, on, on the hot seat. He's gotta be on the I, hot seat. Picture Michael Jordan being like, who's the owner that always fired? Uh, George Steinbrenner. Like, George Steinbrenner, if you didn't do something with the Yankees, you were fired within like a year. And I picture Mike being like that. Like, okay, you done messed up two years in a row and yet you're gone. Like, he's just going to – Mike's just – you know how competitive he is. Yeah. And he – that he does. So, it wouldn't be surprising to me if he's like, yeah, time to bring somebody else in. Yeah. Right, that's that's kind of where I'm at, too. And the Mount Bridges, he got ejected last night, and he, he's going to be in a little bit of trouble because he was trying to throw his mouthpiece at the fan and hit a little girl, a, a, a young teenager. And on Twitter, he, he did he, – he saw the video – 
And he he said, you know, someone give me her info because that's unacceptable. So he owned up to his action. He listened. It's in the heat of the moment. You appreciate stuff like that. Right, Kev? If I was that person, I'd have been like, hey, can you give me something signed by Michael Jordan? (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you a signed jersey. Nah, bro, can you give me something signed by Mike? (laughs) Hey, work that out, man. Spurs, Pelicans, uh, that was a good game. C.J. McCollum just went berserk. Uh, Brandon Ingram had a good game. Uh, Dewante Murray just got in foul trouble early, and, and uh, the Pelicans just kind of just had full control of the game. Um, so You know the biggest thing about that game is, though? Tell me. That was Popovich's last basketball game. Oh, yes, it was. Or That's just, Greg Popovich's last basketball game. Is that I know is that projected or is that this is this going to be his last game? They, I think that's what they said. I think okay. he said he I did I didn't did I hear that it was his last year. I want to think this yeah, yeah, year. Huh. Like the big, I thought the big thing was him and uh, Coach K were going out in like the same year almost. Yeah, yeah. I I, I thought I heard rumors that I don't know if it's. Hmm. But yeah, let I me mean, see. Yeah, that, that that could be. Yeah, look that up. See, see oh, what no, he they said he said he requests. Uh, he's not. He's shooting down questions on potential retirement. So that means it's probably his last basketball game. <laughs> okay. Um, let's let's uh, kind of get a quick preview for um, potentially who who your mind he could play. You got the Hawks and the Cavaliers, and Jared Allen is supposed to return to the lineup. Kev, your thoughts about this game and, um, and who, who you potentially could be playing? Your team. Could be either, either, either team is going to be uh, either team's going to be a halfway decent matchup mm-hmm. for the Heat in round one. Uh, the cat that the Atlanta Hawks have never beaten the Cleveland Cavaliers in the playoffs. That's 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 a little nugget for you, but mm-hmm. also uh, the Atlanta Hawks have always played the Cleveland Cavaliers when LeBron James was playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, uh, and look, and that's the only time he's going to be mentioned in this playoff thing. Ha! Oh, but dang! So, uh, just to let y'all know, the Los Angeles Lakers did not make the playoffs. Uh, just like I said during some pre-show on some other person's channel, we're not even going to mention that because I'm saving that until I get on there with them yep. and I get to say, I told you so. Yep. So, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, either team is going to be a good matchup for the Heat. I still think the Heat win whatever matchup they get in six games. Mm-hmm. But because uh, a good thing for the Heat right now where they're getting that little bit of rest. So they can uh, rest up some of their guys they have going on. It's just Miami right now is too deep for either team. Like Miami's deep. Like it's it's insane how deep they are. Supposed to already come out and said the lineups that you've seen at the end of the season are going to be the rotations that you're going to see in the playoffs. Yeah. I like those rotations a lot better than what I did before because anytime Duncan Robinson gets sent to the pitch, I'm all for it. Uh, so. Listen, man. So, yeah, I, I think. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I think I think the first round is Heat and six, no matter which team they play. But if Jared Allen's back for Cleveland, I think Cleveland will Cleveland will take the game. Um, yeah, and I. But I'm with Atlanta, but but with Atlanta, I'm I'm never shocked because you never know what Trey Young's going to do. Yeah, Trey Young's the cannon that can get going and, and get hot with, with the quickness. But you know, Jared Allen is back. And I think the Cavaliers win, and honestly, I, I'm I'm intriguing. They. A fro and and bam matchup. <laughs> I want to see that, you know. I, but what a but what a turnaround for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, like they they turned that around fast. They did. The Bulls did. Like a lot of these a lot of these teams that everybody was like, oh, they uh, no they there was there's been a quick turnaround for yeah. a few of these teams, and that's and that's been surprising. Yep, actually, we can go into Memphis. We talk about Boston. Um, yeah, like all these teams that that kind Austin's of the one. Austin's the one that screamed out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. You knew the Heat were good. You didn't know they were going to be number one seed good. You knew, knew Milwaukee was still going to be there. You knew Philly would be there. You knew then you didn't think the Nets were going to have to sneak in like they did. Yeah, but they're in there still. So there's a lot of teams that were there that you thought was going to be there, but then like Boston coming up to the two seed, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who thought they were going to be? At one point, it was number one seed. <laughs> so, exactly. I mean, they were They were the number one. But who would have thought the Heat were going to be the number one seed? Yeah. Like we had, them, what, we had them as three or four. Mm-hmm. We didn't have them as one. Right. And especially with all the crap that they went through all year long, you, you, you didn't realize that these teams were going to be where they are. But yeah. it's it the the top of the East is completely opposite of what we thought it was going to look like. Unbelievable! <laughs> that's we, we, listen, Kim. We finally asked for a little bit of NBA parity, and we kind of got it. So I'm, I'm okay with yeah. that. Um, we got it. We got we got NBA parity, and then when the NFL kicks off, there's going to be no parity because everybody plays in the AFC now. <laughs> yeah. So, especially uh, the AFC West. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't remind me. <laughs> oh man, the Pelicans and the Clippers. Who you got? You think you caught? That's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a dang it's, good game. It's it's gonna be a good game, but I think I think the Clippers rebound. Uh, the, the Clippers had to play in that emotional environment that was in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So they, I, I think, I think now that they're going to be at home, they'll. Uh, They'll scooch through it and get into the playoffs. Yeah, they they squeak in. But but I don't think the Clippers are. I don't think the Clippers are a threat as much as I do think Minnesota's a threat in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I say they they, they Paul Drew just come back, which he looked fantastic by the way. But, oh yeah, he does. You know, it'd be really interesting. They had Kawhi, and that that would have been a. But, that would have been Kawhi being out for the Kawhi being out for the year was just that's a that was a kick in their nads gotcha. from the get go for the Clippers because the Clippers had really high expectations with both of those guys there and mm-hmm. now it's like you wasted a year of having Kawhi and Paul George together so yeah you don't yeah. know what's going to happen in the future with them two one of them may leave so. <laughs> All right, let's go into the bracket here. So we both agree Phoenix is most likely going to play the Clippers, and mm-hmm. Kevin just felt we just kind of 
discuss that. Let's talk about Phoenix, man. Phoenix, their best season in history. Um, they, this is a team that was the uh, pretty much they, they went to the NBA Finals and lost to the Milwaukee Bucks, and they got back there, or they, they're, they're on track to got the best record in the NBA. Uh, they looked pretty well. Chris Paul got injured a little early, so we're hoping that Chris Paul doesn't get injured during the playoffs. Um, his injury but having urgency, which is usually pretty good because you all get injured around the playoffs. Um, so, you know, carrying around this team and just having <laughs> and just breaking expectations. Talk about Phoenix, man. Well, Phoenix rides on if Chris Paul's health. They, they're going to go as far as he is health-wise. Mm. And that's just – even if he goes down, you still got these good players around him. But they're going to ride how far Chris Paul is – Injuries or whatever is going to take them. So as long as he stays healthy, they can go all the way back to the finals too. It's if he gets that nick or something happens to him, and that's that's when that's when you worry about Phoenix. But they did kind of ride that wave and kind of rode it out when he did get injured. Yep. So you, they they still got the number one seed even with even with Chris Paul going down with injury. So. We'll, we'll see, but they're they're definitely going to ride it. How far Chris Paul can take, especially in the playoffs. He's a playoff guy. Yeah, nah. When he's healthy. <laughs> now they're they're a fun team to watch, man. So <clears throat> you just and they still get up and down the floor. Yeah. Even with even with ninety seven year old Chris Paul, they just still run. Even when when he went down, though, they ran even more, mm-hmm. which was why I think they stayed in a lot of games because they were just they just steady up their tempo just stayed up, and I yeah. think that's why they won. They were still able to keep that number one seed and to keep people at bay is because they still just got on their horse and ran even without Chris Paul in the lineup. Yeah, man, um, that team is just ridiculous. What I said, deep, yeah, when when the older teams play those kind of teams, man, shit, they're screwed. Yeah. No, but you you look at this team. You got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Cam Johnson, young talent that's just so great. They got Michael Bridges. I mean, Jay Crowder is a, that veteran that come off the bench. Um, like they they're just campaign is is, is pretty is it's a pretty solid backup. So uh, they just and then they they're just well coached by Monty Williams who deserves you know. At least coach of the year. Like, I mean, he, he's he deserves one of the his flower. He yeah. deserves. There, there's, look, there's two guys that deserve coach of the year just based on where their teams finished, how their teams got there, and the injuries they had to deal with. And that's him and Eric Spolstra. They should just co coaches of the year and give it to both of those guys. Because with the injuries and stuff that both of those teams had and what they had to go through throughout the year, for them to still be in the positions that they are, nobody would have thought it. Mm-hmm. It just shows goes to show you how good of coaches they are. Eric Spoelstra should get coach of like the decade because he's the only damn coach who coached LeBron and actually survived. <laughs> you ain't lying. Let's uh, let's let's also give credit to uh, Taylor Jenkins of, of Memphis Grizzlies and then uh, Amike Udoka. He used to be a former basketball player for the Celtics. So they're just there's all around. And Spoelstra just like there there's so many candidates for coach of the year, and they they're those particular four guys did a great job with the situation that arose for them. You said Eric Spolster, he did with a lot of injuries, um, a lot of uh, it, we issues. We saw it firsthand. We saw it firsthand. Yeah. We watched a G League game. Yeah, that was a little bit rough, but 
Um, yeah, we watched G League games for God's sake <laughs> that they were playing in, and they were still beating good teams. They beat Philly with a skeleton lineup. No, totally. like it, it, it's yeah. crazy. So, all right, um, I got Phoenix uh, beating the Clippers in, in five games. I think. Yeah, me too. As much as I. Well, like to see a ball series, and last last year it, it was close. We got because Phoenix, uh, young time just got there. Now they know what it's like. They're gonna handle business, and I think it's gonna be over in five games. Yeah, Phoenix will ride it. Yeah. All right. Next series: Dallas versus Utah. This series would have been instant until Luka Doncic strained his calf at the end of the season. Why is he playing in Game 82 of the season? I don't know. But I Kevin, don't, make did it they make not sense. get the memo from what every other team did? <laughs> Every other team sat everybody. They were like, "Go out and play." Eh, no, now you see why you don't play them until and, the playoffs come. And not around. only you play, you play like thirty some minutes. Why? I know. There's no reason. There's no reason. What you were going to better your playoff position by maybe one one seed? You trying to catch? You trying to catch That's Golden it. State? Like that was the yeah, point it's, of that? It's not. It's not worth it. It's this. It's not worth it. <laughs> no, and honestly, Utah's probably a better matchup, anyways, because they're have they're dealing with in-house issues as well. So, what? I would want to play Denver and Jokic. No, you and and Utah play slow. Yeah. So Utah's one of those West teams that plays slow. If you had Luca in there, you're going to play fast, and you'll be able to run them down. Now you can't do that anymore. You're going to be at their mercy. So yeah. Utah is going to beat y'all now because you lost your best player. I think they say Luca is going to try to play. I haven't gotten. Uh, of course on he that. is because that's the because that's the kind of player he is. Wouldn't yeah. surprise me at all if he tried to play. But yeah. he's not going to be. He's not going to be who we think. No. But yeah, it. it he's that really was just a dumb decision. I, I, Jason Kidd. I don't know why you played this guy, but you did. Um, Luka was healthy. I definitely think the, the Dallas Mavericks will win in in six. Um, it's going to stretch it to seven now. He he can still facilitate, which is a, he's a fantastic facilitator in, in all regards. Yeah, if he plays it, if he plays at eighty five percent, he's almost better than anybody that Utah has yeah. at eighty five percent. Yeah, he's the best player but, on the floor. So. Yeah, but he's got to he's got to be at eighty five percent, and I don't know if him coming back from that because that can that can re re happen and re injure right off the bat too. Mm-hmm. All he's got to do is run down the floor one time, and that thing could grab. So it, it's just uh, <laughs> frustrating. If I was a Mavs fan, I'd be mad. No, I, I I don't know why he played. I, I honestly don't know. The Magic got it. They set their freaking young players. Why, why they couldn't the Dallas do it? <laughs> We're trying to tank. Come on, man. I, I just didn't get it. I know, that. and y'all still won that damn game. Yeah, we still won, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why Jason Kidd played him. And if he did play, he should have played him like 15 minutes. We benched everybody that last game. Y'all did. What was the point? Everybody. What was the point? Everybody what? got benched. Well, 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 yeah, exactly. What, 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 what was that risk? Oh, it's a state rivalry game with a team that's going to be lottery bound. There was no point. There was no point for the Heat start to play in the match. There was no point. No Look point. here, Vic, Oladipo just wanted to play so he could highlight himself that he was okay. That's why he wanted to play. They gave him that whole game, and they were like, "Look, dude, you can play as much as you want to. Just get your wind up and everything." Because one, they wanted to get him ready for the playoffs. 
Yeah. And two, they wanted to let him audition for a free agency. So, right. Right. which I still think, I still think at the end of the day, he ends up signing with Miami because I think that's where he wants to be. Yeah. So I think, I think he ends up staying in Miami, mm-hmm. but who knows? But yeah, you, you don't, you don't, you don't play your star. No. All right. Number three, Golden State. Number six, Denver. Golden State should be getting Steph Curry back. Um, this is a very interesting matchup. This is probably going to be one of the best matchup five in the West, in my opinion. That'll be that'll be the best series. Yep. What you think about this series overall? Uh, it all hinges. It all hinges on if Steph is back or not, and if Steph is back at ninety percent or not. Because Denver is a banger. Denver, Denver's, Denver's another one of those teams, kind of like Utah. They try to. You've got all the teams at the top of the West that want to run you to death, and then you got these teams like Utah and Denver and teams like that who try to slow it down a little bit. So that's going to be. I'm going to be curious to see if that the big big thing though hinders on if Steph comes back or not. But to me, to me though, to me though, when Clay came back, it was like Golden State was trying so hard to get Clay back into the feeling of it that they lost a little bit of the groove that they were in. And then when they were picking it up a little bit, Steph went down. So the big thing is, is when Steph comes back, are they going to be able to still have uh, be able to well Steph's always going to be in the offense we already know that but are they going to be able to do it as smoothly as they were doing before because of all the stuff that went on with Clay and Clay being out for as long as he was and then Steph being out for his time too so it's going to be curious to see And Draymond, and Draymond gets on my nerves most of the time. So. And they shouldn't. It's easy. You bring it, you bring, you bring him off the bench. Or you bring whoever off the bench and you let Poole keep playing. Yep. Whoever you got to send to the bench, whoever you got to send to the bench, you send to the bench. But you just Jordan Poole play until you see that he's cooling off or that he's coming back down to earth. Until then, he keeps playing. Until then, you there's a thing called running your hot hand. You better run it, especially when you don't know what you got with Steph coming back.
you can't tell until until you see what Steph's going to be able to do. That's one of those things. If Steph comes back and he's halfway decent, then I'm taking Golden State. So I'm probably just going to take Golden State no matter what. Denver got Denver. Denver probably gonna go into it with the two-time MVP. Of course they are. They own that Joel and B sauce. By a, by a fat guy. That's what he is. He's Tyson Fury playing basketball. That is a perfect example of who he is. That is who he reminds me of. He's the gypsy king of basketball. Giannis is always going to be there. But remember, the definition of MVP is if you take this guy off the team, is his team still going to be in the playoffs? Or is his team still going to be as good as or be able to have some type of success without him? That's the definition of your MVP. You take... You take... uh, you take him off of the uh, the Nuggets. Are they a playoff team or are they as good as they are? No. You take Joel Embiid off of the 76ers. Yeah. With who they got on there now? No, they're not going to be as good as they are, but they're not going to fall as far as they have. You take Giannis off the Bucks. Will they fall out of? No, they'll still be a playoff contender just because they who they have on their team. It's like I tell people, definition of MVP is not the best player in the league. It is the most valuable player to his team. I am spraying and closing doors and closing doors. I'm spraying the outside of my house. Bug spray. Bug spray. Bug spray. You can barely hear it. I can barely hear it. Those are birds chirping. That's a weird sounding bird. It's our new bird that we got up here in Jacksonville.
They're the definition of up tempo. Can they, can they keep it up? That is the biggest thing. Can they keep it up? And can they, Memphis throughout the season was able to enforce their will on everybody. They made you play their game. And that's what made them so good during the regular season is that they made you do what they wanted to do. Playoffs is a certain type of animal. The good part is, both of the teams that are there now, both of these teams haven't been in the playoffs a lot. So you're going in with two teams that aren't used to that kind of style. So they're going to continue to probably play the same way that they were playing in the regular season, which is a good thing for Memphis. Like I would be saying something different if Memphis was going into the series against a tested veteran team. You know what I mean? But since both of these teams are young and are young in playoff experience and stuff like that, then I think that the up-tempo style and everything will still be able to be used by Memphis and be able to be utilized by Memphis. They have a good, they have a very good mix. He gave, he gives them their balls. He gives them their balls because people, people, when you're a soft team, people go at you and because you don't have a guy that's going to go back at them. When you get Patrick Beverly on your team, you know, he's going to go at anybody and he don't care. That's <laughs> Patrick Beverly gives two shits. I almost said something else, but I'm not going to say that. He he gives no Fs. Patrick Beverly gives no Fs. But we, we already know that. So that's that but that's what they needed. Minnesota has a good mix of everything. They have young and they have older. So they're they're one of those teams that that has that Patrick Beverly gives them that playoff experience. He gives them a lot of playoff experience. So are they gonna be able to use what he's gonna be able to give them? And go for it. I like them to upset them, but it is what it is.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one this one in Denver this one in Denver and Golden State are probably gonna be your most your most uh, competitive uh, series. Well, the East is East is crazy because now you've got everybody able one able to play, and two healthy. So it this this is going to be where this is going to be where we see just how good all of these teams were that were good during the regular season. We're going to see how good they are in the playoffs, and we're going to and we're going to see, especially with the Nets. Yeah, what they did to get ready to make this run to the to try to make these run to the finals is going to pay off. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole thing is you you've got a younger Cleveland team that hasn't again that's one of those teams that haven't been there lately and that haven't got that big gigantic playoff experience going up against a team who has playoff experience out the butthole and it's going to be it, it's going to be one of those things to where you're you're going to see if uh, you're going to see the depth that Miami has is going to is going to take effect because we usually we usually always say look you're going to go eight deep when you get into the playoffs that's always what you say you're going to go eight deep when you get to the playoffs Miami can go ten deep <laughs> and that's even in the playoffs so. Miami's just going to be deep, and I think they weathered the storm there for a little bit. I think Cleveland gets one, maybe two games of it, but Miami will end up pulling it out. Big thing with Miami is coming out of the first the first round uninjured. That's that's a big gigantic key for Miami, especially with everything you got coming up in front of you. Yeah, you want to that first round uninjured and unscathed. Yeah, that's why I said I had a look at that too, and I see. Uh, listen, Jared Allen, it will, it, it's going to be a fun matchup. Um, I, I got Miami pretty much in six. Um, if they was to play Atlanta, it'd be in five against Atlanta. Atlanta just got no defense, and, and the pick and roll game we just exposed Capella. Got there and guard y'all wings. Um, Atlanta just don't play no defense enough to me. 
Uh, they they got good defenders, but I just feel like Cleveland would be a better match or a fun finer matchup to watch. But I just think and Miami's defense and Miami's defense will put you to sleep too. So <laughs> yeah. that's one thing you got to be careful for. Miami will play defense and and just make it where you can't do anything that you want to do. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I know there have been some uh, some turmoil the way to end the season. There's been a little bit of a uh, yeah, but since the turmoil. They lost one game. <laughs> like, since the turmoil, they lost the last game of the season, maybe two. So, it, everybody always looks at that and they're like, oh, man, they were fighting. Yeah, but, well, since the fight, they've only lost one or two games. And one of them, do you really count it? Because it was the last game of the year and nobody played. Yeah, I played, so pretty much, man. Um, all right, let's go on to the next one here, Philly and Toronto. Uh, Philly, of course, they, they got the trade with James Harden, so James Harden playing uh, with Joel Embiid. They started off great, and then they kind of just went half and half where they played decent ball here. Joel Embiid's been fantastic. They just hardly been the one that's been inconsistent. There's a plane, and there's Kevin doing stuff in this house. What is going on? No, right that, that was that was just an airplane. <laughs> that was just that was just that was just just an airplane. Sorry, I live by an airport. <laughs> I can't do much about airplane noises. No, it's not that. I just I I, been, I, I was quiet when I heard. I'm like, if I it. shoot at the airplane, they'll shoot back. <laughs> and if I eh, I can't shoot all the birds because there's too many. Come Jeez. on, man. Duck hunt, man. You just play the you just play duck hunt. Come on. Yeah, Dunk Hunt was completely different <laughs> than what I'm doing here. I could put the gun on the screen playing Dunk Hunt. Oh, man. Okay. Philly, Toronto. Um, Toronto, uh, had, it was kind of up and down. They got to the fifth seed, uh, Pascal Siakam. Uh, Flair Red League was their all star. He kind of wavered off a little bit. Uh, the town of rookie started Scotty Barnes. Um, and then Gary Trenton Jr. came over from Portland last season. But nonetheless, the, Toronto's got a pretty good squad. And Toronto actually beat Philly uh, during the season series. Um, so, uh, and Siakam went off. They, they just can't guard Siakam. But on the other side, they can't guard the beach. So, I mean, it's, it's Kevin, what, what you make of this series here? Philly, Philly's that team that just irritates the piss out of you. That. They look so good on paper. And at times they look so good on the floor. But then at other times they look like absolutely they do not have a clue what they're doing. And you're like, okay, which team is going to show up? Are we going to get the good team? Look, are we going to get Oklahoma City Thunder, James Harden, where he was slim and looked like he belonged? Or are we going to get Houston Rockets, New York, or New Jersey or Brooklyn Nets, James Harden, where he's fat and out of shape and don't want to do anything. Which one do we get? Do we get motivated Philly or do we get unmotivated Philly? Because if unmotivated Philly comes in and plays any of them games, Toronto's going to beat them. Yeah. But if they come in, if they come in motivated, here's the thing: Joel Embiid always comes motivated. Yeah. Rest of his team seems to not. Yeah. So if you get if you get unmotivated Philly, then Philly is screwed. Yeah, Tobias Harris. Philly screwed no ma- yeah, Philly screwed no matter who they play if they come in unmotivated. Yeah. 
Now, so Tobias Harris and James Harden both got to step up. Tyrese Massey has been doing fantastic. Matisse Stiebel can't play in Toronto because he's got the first vaccination shot, but again, again, second rating shot and decided that because of medical purposes, he didn't want to get the second shot. So that I can't I understand. agree with him. So, <laughs> anywho, he, he can't play in Toronto, and that's one of their better defenders that you can put on Gary Trent Jr. or you can put on uh, Fran Van Fleet. And so now you take that away, who's the guy in your rotation. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Philly got all this stuff going into the playoffs with these problems. Um, Doc Rivers has been arguing with media about certain rotations and James. There are certain players talking about. So there's there's a lot of stuff going on in Philly. But the constant that Kevin mentioned is Joel and B is trying to get these guys on track, and Joel B is is literally me and Kevin discussed before the show that even though it seems that it's going to be Yogi's reward, JoJo definitely deserve a piece of that. But listen, it, it's, it's Toronto's got a real chance to. To um to put them out, I, I I don't know what Kevin's right. We don't know what Philly team to expect here. We just don't know. You gotta play. They gotta play motivated. If there's no motivation in Philly at all, they're gonna lose. And that's how it's always been for Philly. Philly is just Philly's that team that you're like, oh god, they're so talented. But then you're like, oh god, they're so lazy. <laughs> and, it, 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 and that's just that's just how they are, and they've been that way for years right now. Yeah, and Ben Simmons, everybody was like they're lazy. Like it's like, uh, God, it's like they just basically go through these things thinking that thinking that talent's going to overcome. Nah, man, you still gotta you still gotta go out there and you gotta want it. You take it from people when you're that talented. You don't just go out and go through the measures. No, absolutely, man. So, I I do have Philly winning in six games. Um, yeah, I, me me too. But after game one, you'll know. Yeah, what's really going to happen? <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, but I, yeah, I just as much as I think Toronto can do, I just regards. Listen, I'm, I'm they really don't have a big man to guard and beat. So that's gonna create a lot of double teams and a lot of spacing for people to eat on on jump shots. So that's that's the only thing I really worry about I me. Mean, Toronto's their size. Let's see, I can get his. It is what it is. If you want to score off a of fifty, go ahead. Let him do it. Let the uh, let the other guys beat you. That's fine because Siakam has been killing him. But both Joel, both sides have to do the same thing. Yeah. Let one guy do what they want to do, but limit all the rest of the people. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, the bad thing is for Toronto, you're just limiting Fred Van Fleet and the rest of them. For Philly, you got to try to limit James Harden. Yep. Which right now ain't hard. All you got to do is offer him a Whopper <laughs> and uh, some Krispy Kreme donuts, and you got him. <laughs> and he is going to Toronto, so I'm pretty sure he'll be in some strip clubs up there. <laughs> well, there you go. With a mask on. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, Milwaukee. And Chicago. Uh, That's how ugly women have been able to make their money. <laughs> they can work at strip clubs with masks on. Oh man, this this uh, season series got a little chippy, and I want to say it. And I'm, I'm going to describe this, Kevin. And before we break it down, uh, Gracie Allen took out Alex Caruso, and he had a wrist injury. 
Grayson then, Allen took out somebody? I'm shocked. <laughs> and so I think their last game they played, I want to say Nick Vucevic set a hard screen on Grayson Allen. And Grayson Allen about he, to chase Vucevic down. So he, he knocked the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. basically. So they're, they're, I'm actually excited for this series just because of the bad blood between them. Kevin, um, yeah, talk about Milwaukee. And, and listen, Chicago, they kind of kind of fell off in their end of the season. And I think not kind of. Yeah, they, they did. It's not kind of. Yeah, they 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 fell off like a meteorite. I, I, so I want to say Lonzo Ball is a big reason for that. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I just they play so well. I just I'm not going to be like, oh, they come back down to earth. Lonzo Ball got hurt. Alex Caruso got hurt. Those two are their best defenders. Pat Will was yep. one of their best uh, post defenders. So. As much as they're like, oh, yes, y'all know, we, we really don't know. So I, I'm kind of interested to see them well, next Chicago, as well. Chicago relied theirself on being a good defensive team. Yeah. And when your defensive guys go out, that goes away. Like that, you're, you're, the, way you play, the way you play the game completely changed. Yeah. And you could see it in them. They had to try to adjust without their guys that play defense. And we all know Vooch don't play a lot of defense. No. <laughs> so, uh, he, uh, I'm being dead serious. We all know he don't play a lot of defense. <laughs> so, their their mindset changed. But then you got to get those guys back in. you got to try to play defense, which is good for the postseason. Yeah. If you can get those guys to come back in and you can get them back in shape and back to doing stuff, then you got a chance. But Chicago is just – Chicago. Chicago was too wishy-washy for me. Yeah, they were there to have any real faith, especially when you're playing <laughs> the Bucks, <laughs> because the Bucks are consistent. The Bucks are the Bucks. They're not going to change. They super, are who they are. Super consistent. They got great defense. They're led by Giannis, um, and you just know you're going to get. They the got Bucks. a mid-range. They got guys that can shoot mid-range. Chris they Milton got guys that can shoot star, outside. They got, got, they got guys that can take over. If Giannis is having a bad day, they got guys that can do everything else. Yeah. The one the big gigantic thing you do is you've got to make sure you defend Giannis and don't let him have one of those nutso nights. He, Which if, for Chicago is going to be very hard. <laughs> Listen, if, if, if Giannis won the point of paint battle, it's over. It's over. You got to figure a way to get him out of the paint, which is easier said than done. You know what I'm saying? Well, so it's like, over. Then, then, it, then it's over already because <laughs> yeah. they're not going. Chicago is not going to be able to do it. So I, I, I'm enjoying that the, the, the kind of chippiness between it. But honestly, as great as the Chicago story was, it's, it's fantastic. I'm happy for my guy Boots. He's getting the, you know. He's going to listen. He's going to experience a real club environment. Yes, I'm calling out my map, my magic team. But we did give him a good club environment. When we had to run down there. But nonetheless, this is <laughs> just be, for that. Just for that one game. Yeah, but this is going to be crazy, right? So, and then the you know the chippings between them. So, honestly, Milwaukee will win in five games. It's, it's yeah. no slight for Chicago. I just I wish they had ball. I wish they had. Um, ball to play because it, it definitely would have been an interesting series to where you're like, okay, it's, it'll be interesting six games, but Milwaukee is just so overpowered with people that death and everything like that. And then, of course, the best player on the court, the best player possibly on the planet is playing against you. I just don't see how it's going to work in your favor. 
Chicago, Chicago, Chicago would be better playing Boston or somebody. Yeah, they would have. I can't call Giannis the best player on the planet because he does he does a couple of things like excellent, but then there's some things that he doesn't do very well. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm just making. A, I'm so, just saying, arguably, yeah. I, I didn't get no. He's he's one of he definitely definitely top three or four in the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still, if you're one of the top three or four at your job on the planet, you were very good at it. Uh, absolutely. But he's he's he he's got. It's just every time you watch him, you get frustrated because you're like, okay, dude, if you could do this, you'd be absolutely unstoppable. But we all know he can't do certain things, so we're like, damn it, man. Yeah. He's one of those guys that it, it, he's one of those guys that you're like, ah, you're 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 at the cusp of being just, which I think he's great anyway. I like him. I like I actually like Giannis as a person. I like him as a ball player. I I, I like Giannis just in general. Mm-hmm. But the, there's sometimes you watch a game with his and you're like, damn it, man, if you could do this, shit. And it's just, he's just one of those guys, but I, I think he's, I, I just, damn it. Yeah, man. That's why I say you look at him and, and just see tomorrow what he can do. So, um, definitely the best player in this series by far. And he is going to be fun to watch. Um, and see how this him and the Bucks in general defend their title run here. So, Bucks gonna be fun to watch. I still think the Bucks in five. That there, Chicago's great story. Oh yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. All right, it's Bucks easy. All right, two seven matchup: Boston versus Brooklyn. Um, Boston. <laughs> I'm <US>. taking the Nets. <laughs> you don't even want to break it down. <laughs> I don't even want to break it down. Oh man, you're taking Boston. Great story. They came out of nowhere. They took the second seed. The Nets, you had all this stuff going on during the season. Can Kyrie play? Can he not play? When is he going to be able to? And then he's able to, but then he's only able to play these kind of games. And then Fat Harden pissed everybody off, done all kinds of stupid stuff, come in out of shape because he wanted to be traded. Now Ben Simmons, he's there looking like the green M&M sitting on the sidelines. And then now all of a sudden they think he can play, but can he really play? It don't all that crap does not matter now. They're in the playoffs. It's Kevin Durant time. <laughs> it's Kevin Durant. It's Kevin Durant and we know Kyrie can play now in every single freaking game. So now it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Can you stop them too? This is the time that both of those guys shine. Okay. Now the thing is up to Boston. Can you stop those two guys? Okay. Have fun. (laughs) Listen. Great breakdown, by the way. Hey, great, great, great breakdown, by the way. You, you killed it there, sir. I can't even argue with there. That was, that was a fantastic job there by you, Mr. Carter. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anywho, I'm looking at Come this. Hey. Yes, no. So, listen, that, that, I told you that was a great breakdown. Um, I tell you what. Rob, 
with Robert Williams playing, that this series will go the distance. I, and, and listen, I, I'm, I'm not Ryan completely bossing off because they do have a great perimeter defense and could get enough to bother these guys. But I, I don't think Kyrie's going to go off as crazy. As, and, and Brooklyn problem's always been their bigs. They don't have any bigs. So, um, so Boston, they had one, but he got hurt. So I, 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 as much as I'm trying to play, you know, the um, devil's advocate here, it, it's not going to work. I, I definitely think Brooklyn's going to win. <laughs> Brooklyn has, again, where we talk about Giannis being one of the top three, four players on the planet. Brooklyn has one of those two. And, oh, by the way, Brooklyn has one of the probably top, another one in the top 15 on their team as well. And now they both get to play. And now they've been playing together enough to, and people can say whatever they want to about the regular season and all this. They were coasting through it because they knew what their goal was. There was that if Kyrie can come back and if they can get rid of the hard headache and what was going on there, that once all that stuff got out and they kind of gelled it all together, that they're going to make their run in the playoffs. The regular season is what it was. But now that they're in the playoffs, this is a completely different mindset. And then you go into KD mode. Yeah, Brooklyn's dangerous, man. (laughs) Very, Uh, very. uh, And thank God they won that game. Hey, I know you was watching with, with a keen interest. <laughs> I was like, go, Brooklyn, go. <laughs> hey, Boston saying all the right things. We're not scared of them, blah, blah. Uh, well, I, I listen, I hate to say this, and, and, and listen, I love Boston. I lived there for two years, but the Sun Reaper's coming. He's coming to collect. Yep. Sun young, Reaper. young, young enthusiasm is nice to have. Absolutely. Until there's a guy carrying a scythe wearing a hood coming for you. And I, then you're like, oh, crap, here comes the Reaper. I mean, listen, I, I, I think the girl that plays Donna Troy on DC Titan is hot. I want to date her. doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love I love Connor Leslie. I, I want to date her, but it's not going to happen. I mean, I, I, we can I, all yeah, yeah, we can all tell you that definitely ain't going to happen. Yeah, you know, listen, I, I appreciate the optimism that Boston is having, and you should have it. Yes, uh, but Kevin Durant, I Ke- want a toilet Kevin made Durant. of solid gold. That's another thing that's not happening. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. You know, it's 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 things that I want that I know I can't have. Shit. I just I just don't know about Kevin Durant losing losing this first round. I I, I just don't see it. And and as much as I want to pick Boston, I just can't do it. And I'm trying to trying to defend them. And they had a great season. They came back from what was an atrocious start. Uh, they uh, Udoka has been a fantastic coach for them. Um, legitimate guys a chance to be uh, have. A, have a consideration for culture of the year. But Jesus, man, like and then you got Kyrie back who's who who is who is looking fantastic. And Brooklyn was they, playing they, for this time. Yeah. 
This is what Brooklyn was playing for. Yeah. This. They didn't care about that other crap once they got all the distractions and shit out of the way. Mm-hmm. This was what they were playing for. Yeah. Right now. No other time, no other thing. I throw everything out that I've saw in the regular season and boom, this is what you're gonna get. <laughs> now's when now's when now's when we talk about like we said earlier, right now is when that eight man rotation comes into play and with two of your eight men or two of the top fifteen players in, in, in basketball, then I, I like your chances. Absolutely, man. <laughs> because uh, I don't know if y'all heard this or not, but everybody, oh, the one player that everybody calls the best in the world, he's not in the playoffs. Ha! Oh. <laughs> you enjoying your jabs, ain't you? And I'm enjoying, God, I'm with enjoying you. them so much. Yes, yes. I yeah. enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. All right. Um, let's wrap this bad boy. Before I go, I want to say um, I had. The, one of the cooling experiences um, Sunday. Uh, as except you know, for your face. Yes, yeah, apparently except for my face. Apparently by a guy who tweets for the anime photo. But okay. yeah, you didn't have you didn't have enough slanty eyes or big enough boobs yeah, for I, him. I, I guess since I, he's an anime fan. Since he's an anime fan, I don't know. But anywho, um, as you know, listen. Me, the reason I do this podcast and me and Kevin do it. I have experience with uh, public address uh, announcements. I've been doing it in high school. I did in college. Uh, did football, basketball games. I was a backup for for um, our guy Ben that I went to college with. He congratulated me on it. It was pretty cool to see. Um, free few other people and a bunch of people just congratulated. Listen, if you if you know me and Kevin know me as well, so this is literally a dream come true for me um, because I enjoy doing that stuff like eventually that's something I want to do like do a football do football games for a small school something like that high school something like that I want to do stuff like that this, this is this is fun to me so um, I had a little fun with it I, I, I got to do I got to announce two magic players and Kevin was kind of tracking it for me he was like I don't know if they're going to play I don't know if they're going to play we already know Cole going to play because he was walking around the boot with his toe I don't know and, Which sucks. Yeah. Because I wanted to hear your North Carolina. <laughs> so, um, but I got to do Mo. Um, so Mo ended up playing. I guess he tweaked his ankle the night of the game before. And I'm just like, oh, come on, man. Don't do this thing. I want to I wanna watch him. So. And um, so when I when I got the message, we'll go ahead and do it. And... Um, so I recorded it and I and I saw it on the match where I'm like, I'm at a bar hanging out before the game. I'm like getting all getting I'm like, yes, I made it. So I'm like, oh dude, this is awesome. I can't wait to see it. I went to go record it and I wanted to record it without no emotion, but I just couldn't I couldn't contain myself. <laughs> I couldn't contain myself. And I and I got excited seeing myself in the NBA arena for my favorite team ever, um, announcing a match player. And it, it was freaking awesome, Kevin. I, I gotta say I was on cloud nine. The worst part of it was I was hoping Cole Anthony would play because I wanted to hear you say North Carolina because didn't give the North Carolina the Michael Jordan treatment. I would have been highly upset. (laughs) Exactly, man. But Kevin, it it was a cool experience, man. Um, A lot, a lot of people gave great compliments and stuff for the wine and made fans say he didn't like my face, but that's okay. (laughs) 
Nah, right. I don't right. like I don't like your face either, but I wasn't going to tell you that. Yeah, like, thank, thank, thank you. But better after be- you after you got on this. <laughs> be- better- Look, we were all we were all we. We were all blessed with one face unless we were rich. So, <laughs> so no, nah, but, but it, I'm, it, ju- I'm legit, though. I'm legit, though, just mad that Anthony didn't play because I guarantee you, if you did not give him the Michael Jordan North Carolina treatment, I was going to be upset. No, I, I would have heard it from you. Um, listen, I, and I, I, I kind of tweeted some of the people that was on Twitter and congratulating them making the video, too. Uh, they put me behind that adorable girl. And I was like, oh, man, I got to really bring it now. So, but she she did a good job with Chumo Kiki. She was just so freaking adorable. <laughs> so, um, but. Down the, what they say after that video, everybody says you were the best one. Yes. Yeah. Every, we're the best one. The um the Magic social media is right. And he tweeted me. He was like, he like, man, Cortez brought in all caps. I appreciate that. And it and it meant a lot, man. It, it was cool. And then in the arena, could you hear the little echoes behind it? So it was like, oh, that's so dope. <laughs> Just the acoustics. I was like, ah, that's kind of rush. I'd love I got. to get a chance to like. I, I would. I would love to get a chance to do that for whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, like any any team that I follow to get a chance to say anything and it be broadcast on the big board or anything would be cool. Yeah. No man. Like my my big one. That that's your big one. My mm-hmm. big one would be like if if I was to do any of the teams I followed or got to introduce any of them. All I would want to say was, "Here come the Gators." Oh, that that'd would be, dope. be that would be my biggest one to be able to hear. Here come the Gators come out, mm-hmm. and it'd be my voice, and then them come running out of the tunnel. That would be. That would be my only one. That one, or of course, I know they suck, but to be able to do the Duval in front of in before the game starts too, that'd be another one I'd like to do. Uh, that, yeah, dude, I know that would give you a rush, man. It it was definitely cool, man. And hopefully, um, to anybody, including Kevin, you know, fan of your team, you could do something like that, man. It means a lot. Like I like I know it's little if you look at inside things, but to me, because even I, even if- even if you don't like the player, yeah, getting get, yeah. get, getting to do that kind of crap is fun. That'd be like me having to do Duncan Robinson <laughs> for, for the for which, the heat. Oh my bad, he don't yeah. start anymore. I don't have to worry about. Yeah, which is funny because I, I I know that that's what Kevin like like you criticize. I, I know I do criticize Mobamba a lot. It's not I, I don't like the person. I just him as a player just irks me sometimes. And so that was like, it's just irony that I got Mo Bamba. No, when, they, when I saw the two that you had to do, I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the one of them that's going to play is going to be the one that he's like, man, you suck. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I was like, oh, man. Okay, I really got to bring it. And, and I couldn't think of anything created with Mo. So like, I, I took the bit from. Uh, Cole's interview where he said, I feel like money, man. That's why I know that would have killed it. That would have killed it. And I had a North Carolina down. And then for, for Mo, you know, I can't I can't say uh, balling like my, you know, blank word Mo. I can't say that because yeah. I was going to take his rap song. That's why I say balling like my man. 
That's why I couldn't say part of his song. Uh, Mo don't have a nickname, so I was trying to figure out a nickname for him. That's why I just like said, "Bone let my man," and then that's why I went into that. So, but Cole, Cole was Cole would have been. I think Cole was my best one, even 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 better than the. Uh, then a you're going to say North Carolina. Anybody that's ever heard the Pools thing say North Carolina, that's how you should say it if somebody's from North Carolina. Absolutely. So, but, on how to say North Carolina. Like, right? If you don't say it like that, you should be kicked out of whatever you were doing. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, man. But it was fun, man. And I'm glad all my friends got to enjoy it. Um, I know my mom was smiling down from heaven. She knew there was something that I uh, didn't want to do. Uh, she always pushed me to to try to do stuff like that with media, and, and I, I knew she was watching down from from up there and just proud of her boy. So it, it was definitely a surreal moment, man. <laughs> the one heat magic game that I don't go to. Yeah, the one you don't go to. And it's like the one uh, magic heat game you don't go to. You get the, you you got to do that for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I already know you probably would have bear hug me like, all right, this is the only time I'm gonna root for you because you said <laughs> when it comes to magic related stuff. So no, it it was uh it was sweet, man. No, it was all that you got to do it and when you said it, I was like, Okay, that's gonna be that's one of his bucket list things. Absolutely, so, you man. Know, He'll he'll enjoy he'll enjoy that one immensely. I'm amazed you didn't do it in the bathroom while you were doing some other stuff to it. So uh, yeah, that that would have been a way inappropriate video though. That's for a whole different introduction. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's for something else. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Troy, that's what that's for. That was that no no that was for that was for when you uh, when Denver got their quarterback. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that that was for that one here. Um, yeah we'll 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 talk some football. I know we gotta owe you that. We gotta talk well, about that. But briefly, well that one thing's um, that one thing's coming up. So yeah yeah and, and, and the draft's coming up. Yeah, and we got we got I know we got asked here. we got asked what was the question? Who was our top four biggest? Bust in, in first rounders for the Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know somebody asked us that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Marinate on that. Uh, <laughs> no. That's easy. R.J. Soward's one because he he didn't even play. Blaine Gabbert was two because he phenomenally sucked ass. <laughs> Derek because we traded up for him and he was just absolutely terrible. And number four was uh, – I'm not going to say Justin Blackman because Justin Blackman wasn't bad. Justin Justin Blackman was a good player that had bad demons. Yeah. So I'm not going to base it off that. I'm basing mine specifically off of how you performed on the field. So my number four was Luke Jokel because he was terrible. Like – he, he was bad. You don't get picked second in the draft and then play like that, especially when the guy in front of you was Eric Fisher, and he went on to have a phenomenal career. Jeez, that stinks. <laughs> oh, you can't uh, put Blake in it because Blake took us to the playoffs, and we almost went to the Super Bowl with Blake Bortles. Right. Uh, I'm not minute. I'm not putting people put Jalen Ramsey in it for what reason? I don't know why. Because he left. 
Well, that's because we're a shit organization. That's why Jalen Ramsey left. So it, it, I, I don't know what people's reasoning for, for putting guys in it was, mm-hmm. but those are my four. My four is based on guys who didn't do absolutely anything while they were in a Jaguar uniform, which was most of our first-round picks, really. So <laughs> it's easier. It's easier for me to name my top four number one picks than it is easier to me name my my uh, my least four picks. Gotcha. No, that's right, man. All right, man. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's do this. I got a pool day to get to, and I know you got to go run some more runs here. But I do appreciate what you. What you going on doing on the pool? Oh no, I'm done doing that crap. I got to get ready. I'm gonna go in, take a nap, listen to some boys the men songs because I'm gonna go see them in concert tonight. So, uh, oh yeah, it's a nineties night. It's a ninety. It's a it's a nineties day for me today. There you go. All right, guys, make sure y'all stay tuned in, Kevin. I may love you. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Make sure you stay tuned, me and Kevin. I don't, we got to plan this probably two weeks from now. Although we've got to figure it out. <laughs> oh, sorry. That song actually fits because we're coming to the end of the show. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you check out the uh, Twitter. You can find us at uh, Balls Not Court. You can find me at Andamana CP. Kevin C twenty four fifteen. We're also on uh, Anchor. You can go and type in anchor.fm slash Cortez ball and the minuscp.podmat.com. We're on Facebook. You can go to our Balls Not Court podcast page there. We're also on Instagram at Balls Not Court Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Or Kevin like to say. Wherever you listened to us before, uh, keep going back there. Absolutely. So, um, always a pleasure to do this with my man. I know we've been inconsistent with the shows and stuff, you know, my promotion and scanning schedules. And um, Kevin's going through some stuff, so we're trying to get some things uh, figured and out speaking, here. And speaking on that, if you have reached out to me on Twitter or had any kind words to say or any prayers for me or everything, I have greatly appreciated it because I don't know if everybody knows what's going on. I know some people listen to this that don't follow us on everything, but I recently found out that I had heart damage to the right side of my heart that is permanent and I'm going to have to learn to deal with is what the doctor told me. The doctor told me it's like knee pain. I said, well, I got that too so thanks so uh but i'm on medicine uh i can live a normal life i just got to take it easier than i did before somebody told me i actually have to act like i'm old now and i said that hasn't been a problem uh so uh yeah now i just got to take it easy can't do things that i used to do uh as frequently as i done them they said i could still go and play ball if I want to, which I haven't done in, I think, since the last time me and you went. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so, but everybody, thank you for having me in your prayers. I'm actually doing okay. I just have, like I said, I just have chest pain every day that I have to learn to live with. It's it's right in there with my knee now. So everything's kind of going up me now. So it went from knee to back to heart. Soon my well, I, people have told me my brain ain't right anyway, so probably that'll be next. But uh, but anyway, just thank y'all, especially you. I, you reached out a lot, which you know I always appreciate. Um, and everybody, everybody, just thanks again for for reaching out to me. Uh, 
thank some people for ordering barbecue too. So that, that's, oh, yeah. that's also appreciated appreciate as well. Got a big party that I'm going to be doing here pretty soon. So Absolutely. yeah, I'm looking, looking forward to it. And yeah. if you need any barbecue and you're in the Jacksonville area, tweet me or is. Facebook me or Facebook me. I will cook you some. And as Cortez can attest to, I do make some pretty good ribs. He, so, is, uh, uh, he holds it down when it comes to the ribs, guys. So I can vouch Oh, dude. Him. Dude, the chicken. I know you would have appreciated the chicken. Oh, that was uh, we I did some the other day. It was good. Yeah, man. And so I did a pork shoulder the other day, too. So it, it, was, this, it was awesome. This is why I need to come up to Jacksonville, buy some meat, exactly. and have cook it. Because Cortez, Cortez wants to come up here basically just to put me to work. <laughs> no, man, I got but you, see, man. See, Cortez <laughs> wants to come up here, put me to work, and not pay for it. All you other people... To pay for it, Cortez. Uh, I get because usually I make for the family, and Cortez is family, so that's right. yeah, so, we get there it. it is. <laughs> well, hey, you know, I look out for him, man. I, I get the meat and stuff, you know, I do got this nice promotion I got, so it's like I can't afford it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but hey, I'm listen, I'm glad my, my brother's doing well. We're gonna try to do this a little bit more. I just my until my schedule get consistent. Um, this the, the podcast will be sporadic like this, unfortunately. So, but we had time well, to do one part, a day. And the good part is, if he's off on days like this and stuff, I usually don't go into work later mm-hmm. until later on, kind of Thursdays and Fridays. So, if we can get it in in the morning, we definitely will do them. Yeah, this because my schedule usually I go in like three or four, and it's, it's I, I got to drive and all that. So it's just it's it's a bit of a. Uh, challenge but in the mornings i can probably do stuff like that and make sure you can check these off use them off thursdays and fridays now so um we, we can figure it out but nonetheless guys thanks for listening um this has been always been a pleasure doing this for years so uh speaking for kevin carter and cortez paul the ball in the court podcast you folks enjoy the rest of your day this is actually our anniversary show since we didn't do one on our anniversary. Yeah, I know. Anniversary show, guys. <laughs> We're so uh, whatever. We yeah. did one. We did one with that other fellow on his stuff exactly. during our anniversary time, but I don't count that because, yeah, that's him. There it is. Shout out to the Hardwood Nation. We're out of here, man. See y'all do your thing. Break to y'all thing. We don't care while we hold it down. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Take care. Peace. Thank you.